Available now, Crimson Trace introduces their instinctive rear-activation G4 laser sights. These new models fit most Gen 4 frames. From subcompact to full-size, they enhance Glock's streamlined fit and easy holstering. CrimsonTrace.com. Confidence you can see. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where there's more to talk about than shooting. There's reloading and hunting and self-defense, too. Hello again, and Tom Gresham here. It's Gun Talk. We're going to be talking, oh, man, what are we going to be talking about? (laughs) I'm sure you can guess. Well, actually, we're going to mix it up a little bit today. Yes, we have, of course, the whole avalanche, tsunami, earthquake, whatever you want to call it, of gun control laws bearing down upon us. And this is happening as we speak, hourly. It changes hourly, everything that's going on. And I'll be keeping you up to date with what I know about that, really most of the things I know about, some of the things we can't talk about. But uh, we'll also be talking about a few other things. We'll mix in some talk about guns, some gun values, about what's going on with gun sales, magazine sales, if you can find any magazines out there? Can you, can you find any AR-15 magazines out there right now? Hmm. Pretty tough. If you can find them, what are you seeing for prices of what a month or so ago were $15 items? What are you seeing? Number here is 866-825-5486 or just dial uh, one Tom Talk Guns. That'll get you in. Uh, email address, Tom at Guntalk. Dot com. Now, I would appreciate uh, a little help. I wrote a, well, let me back up. I was approached by the Columbus, Ohio Dispatch. The Columbus Dispatch is uh, a major newspaper in Columbus, Ohio, and approached, and they said, you know, we just can't get any or not enough pro-gun editorials. We're getting a lot of anti-gun editorials, and Editorials calling, op-ed pieces calling for gun control, gun regulations. Would you consider writing one? I thought, well, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Uh, you limited to about 700 words. and So anyway, I did. Knocked it out this week. And it's running in today, that is Sunday's Columbus Dispatch. If you go to dispatch.com, you can click on the opinions link and see it there. If you're listening to this uh, delayed on your podcast or some other time, you might have to do a little archive or a little searching on the Columbus Dispatch website, dispatch.com. So far, I've been actually quite a bit surprised. So far, all the comments on this story are fairly positive. Kind of expected to see a lot of the uh, prohibitionists coming out of the woodwork and slamming me. Essentially, what I said was this, and I offer this for your consideration as a tact to take when you're talking to your elected representatives, and we're going to talk a lot more about that in just a second. The idea is very simple. You know, that old saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Well, this op-ed piece, this opinion piece, essentially said, why would we continue doing the thing that we know doesn't work? And I pointed out in this that we have tried essentially every form of gun control imaginable in the U.S. 
it's never worked. It's never reduced crime. It's never reduced murder. It doesn't stop criminals from being criminals. It doesn't stop the mentally ill from doing heinous things occasionally. And yet, in the wake of the Newtown murders, what we get is we must have, well, I love what they say, we must have gun control. Well, actually, what you mean is you must have more gun control. And so I said, well, let's let's review. You know, it's, these are some of the things that maybe we ought to do. How about if we required a, every firearms dealer to be licensed by the government, and we required every purchase from a licensed firearms dealer to be checked out by the FBI, and would you like it if we made it illegal for a convicted felon to buy or have a gun? Well, while we're at it, we should make it so that if you are adjudicated as mentally incompetent, you can't buy a gun also. We could probably also put in some age restrictions on buying guns. I listed a couple of others like that, and then as you well know, and then I followed it up and said, the only thing is, you see, these already are all laws. And they just they haven't done anything in terms of reducing crime. We Now, to be fair, we have had a great reduction in the murder rate and in the violent crime rate. But during that same time, we really have had no additional gun control laws, although we, do had, we did have the uh, assault weapons ban came in, so-called assault weapons ban, in 1994. Of course, it went away in 2004. In order for you to believe that the Dianne Feinstein, Bill Clinton gun ban, a.k.a. the assault weapons ban, if, for you to believe that that actually did any good, for you to believe that that reduced crime, you would also have to believe that when that law expired in 2004, there would have been a great increase in murders and an increase in violent crime and an increase in the use of semi-automatic rifles. Well, that didn't happen. just wasn't there. So clearly that's, that's not an issue. In fact, more people are killed, we're told, with fists and with feet than are killed with rifles, and semi-automatics are merely a subset of rifles. You know, here's another one I threw out. I was, I'm just trying to make the point in this piece in the uh, Columbus Dispatch. Gun control has been tried and it has failed. Why would we focus on trying to do again the thing that already is shown to be a failure? I pointed out the, the National Academy of Sciences studied gun laws in the U.S., and it reported that it could not find any connection where restrictions on gun control resulted in lower rates of crime, violence with firearms, or accidents with guns. That's the National Academy of Sciences. So we put this piece in, and it's just running this morning, and if you'd like to go look at it, uh, I would ask that you offer your comments. Go to dispatch.com. That's the Columbus Dispatch. Uh, the, you just click on opinion. You'll be able to find the piece there. Uh, I, I thank the Columbus Dispatch for contacting me and asking me to do that. We'll see what kind of play it gets. Maybe it'll get picked up and run in some other papers. Not a bad thing. But in the meantime, pass it along to your friends and your neighbors. All right, our number here is 866-825-5486. Just I one Tom Talk Guns. 
Uh, in a minute, we'll take your calls. What are you seeing out there? What are you hearing out there? And what are your concerns? And also, I'm going to have a plan for you. People keep saying, what can I do? What can I do? Well, I have a plan, and I'll announce it when we come back. We'll be right back. Gun experts agree. Old Faithful holsters has the stealthiest, most comfortable holsters in the world. Try one for a month. If you don't agree, you'll get a free holster. To learn more, visit oldfaithfulholsters.com. The XDM-525 from Springfield Armory, a competition series gun from a name you trust. The XDM-525 features a long sight radius with a fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear sight for fast, accurate shooting. It's available at 9, 40, and 45 and shoots a wide range of loads with a lightened slide. For more, go to SpringfieldArmory.com. That's SpringfieldArmory.com. See what's possible in a pistol. See the Springfield Armory XDM-525. No matter what gun you have, you want it to hit harder, shoot faster and flatter, and be more accurate. You get all that with the ammunition from Double Tap. Double Tap's experts select the best bullets, then load them to higher velocities while keeping safe pressures. Shoot small groups. Shoot farther. Use custom hunting loads in your handgun or rifle. Even fire two projectiles with one shot. DoubleTapAmmo.com. That's DoubleTapAmmo.com. What are you seeing out there? Are you seeing uh, any ARs for sale? Are you finding any? Uh, what are you seeing in terms of... Uh, AR mags. We'll have some news later on in the show about the availability or lack thereof of AR-15 mags. Yeah, uh, and Jeff, thank you for calling from Oregon. Yeah, I was going to make that announcement. John Noveski, he is the creator of Noveski Firearms, probably, at least thought by a lot of people to be the very best AR-15s out there. Uh, the Some of the best modifications, accessories, Four AR-15s, fabulous rifles. Unfortunately, at age 36, John Noveski died in a traffic accident on Friday at age 36. Uh, early reports uh, are he was, uh, it's a single car accident. He was ejected from his car when it went off the road. Hit some boulders near Grants Pass, Oregon. Really a quite a loss out there. Uh, let's see, line three. Carlos is in Austin, Texas. Carlos, you're on Gun Talk. Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, sure. In 1998, I was in, uh, in the U.S. Navy. I was in mm-hmm. France, and I went into this gun store, and I bought a, a 12-gauge. Uh, the, the gun is, the, the name brand is called Lumar, and mm-hmm. uh, I know it's made in Italy, but that's all I know. And I bought it for like 460 or $480, and my next-door neighbor seems to think that it's worth like $4,000. Ooh, handmade and all this stuff. So, I just wanted to see if you had any information or knew anything about that. Uh, let me ask you: Is it a double barrel, a side-by-side double barrel? Over and under twelve gauge, real it's fancy, over and under. nickel plated. Yep. I am not familiar with the name Lumar, but I tell you what. Uh, let's see. And just a little bit less than an hour. Top of the next hour, we're going to have Steve Fiesta here. He is the editor and author of the Blue Book of Gun Values. He is the man. Could I ask you to call back then? Or tell you what, we've got your phone number. Can we give you a call, uh, oh, in about, oh, 45 minutes and see if we can get you talking to Steve? All right. I tell you what, we'll call you back, Carlos. 
Thank you. All right, appreciate that. Yeah, no point in me guessing. Steve's the man. He knows this stuff. Uh, line two, Mac is with us out of Granbury, Texas. Hello, Mac. Oh, hello. I'd like to let yes, you sir. know that you helped me see the light about the NRA last week. Uh, you had a caller that called in that gave you some reasons that he dropped the NRA, and mm-hmm. I had my reason, too. And the reason was is because they backed Harry Reid in the 2010 election. Yep. But um, you convinced me I need to join the NRA again, and I did through your website just this past week. Oh, excellent. And, you know, and look, I get it about people's views of Harry Reid. I understand that. But I would ask you to consider this. Right now, if, in fact, and we don't know for sure what's going to happen, but if, in fact, Harry Reid really is a friend of ours, aren't we glad to have him sitting where he's sitting? Well, we are, except he voted for Sotomayor on the Supreme Court, so uh, I, I get I'm not it. real sure, I, you know, how he's going to vote I, I in know, the future. You know, it, it, look, if he's a 50% friend, if he's a 40% friend, he's still better than probably what we would have gotten otherwise. And that's how this game's played. Smelly and nasty and in the gutter as it is, that's what it is. Say, Mac, I appreciate the call. I appreciate you getting involved. I'm going to talk about Well, in fact, I'll do it right now. Um, part two. A lot of you did part one, and I've been saying, you got to join the NRA. And some people have written me and said, I'm just not going to, and you're not going to shame me into it. Okay, that's your call. Of course, my follow-up is, then what are you doing? You know, What group are you giving your money to? you, I mean, you got to be doing something for gun rights. So here's part two, and this is for everybody. I don't care if you're in the NRA, out of the NRA, mad at the NRA. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's good to join, and I encourage you to, and it's important. But what comes next is more important, I think. And this is part two, and I, I'm calling it Operation Gun Rights. I'm announcing it right here today. Operation Gun Rights is real simple. It's a really simple plan, and it's based upon my thoughts that those in Congress right now, in the Senate and the House, are being deluged with the message from CNN and the New York Times at all. And the message is, we need more gun control, we need more gun control, we need more gun control. It's reasonable, it's common sense, it's the only thing that's worth doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they just hear that over and over and over and over and over again. Well, it's time for us to shove some of that stuff out of their heads and put something else in their heads. And we have the power. Everybody listening to this is part of that. We are the power. So, It's a very simple plan, and it depends upon one thing. That one thing is you. Pretty simple. You make a pledge. You make a commitment. I need you for eight weeks. That's it, eight weeks. Because I, if we can get through the next eight weeks, I think we're in okay shape. I don't know what that shape's going to look like at the end of it, but we're going to be a lot better shape than we are right now. Because right now... Something that happens in the next two or three weeks is probably not good for us. So here's what I'm asking you to do. For the next eight weeks, I want you to each week, once a week, so you have to do it eight times, contact three people, your two senators and your representative in Congress. Once a week. I don't, t- I don't care. Pick a day, write it on your calendar. Go write it down eight times on your calendar. And on that day, you're going to call or email or even better if you 
will take the time, write a letter, and mail it to them. And I thought about setting up a website. And I said, yeah, I don't have to do that. The NRA's already done that. If you go to NRAILA.org, that's N-R-A-I-L-A.org, and over on the right side, it says contact your representative. You click on that, click on your state, and it's going to tell you who they are and how to reach them. It's got the phone numbers and the email addresses and the whole deal and the address, you know, everything you need. So I don't have to put that information up for you. It's already there. It's easy. So here's my request. Will you make a commitment? Will you join Operation Gun Rights? Will you say, yeah, I'm in? Because here's the deal. This one, and I told you this, the day after the Newtown shootings. This one's for all the marbles. Already we have Governor Cuomo in New York saying we need to be talking about confiscation. In the bill he's trying to shove through in Albany, it's a seven-round magazine limit. So when everybody thought, oh, you're crazy, you know, you say, well, they're never going to be satisfied with 10. No, they're not. And they won't be satisfied with seven. And they won't be satisfied with one. They will be satisfied with zero. So that's where we are. So the question is, will you commit? It, it, this is easy. This is nothing. What's it worth to you? Now, here's how this thing works. Imagine, and I'm working in conjunction with a whole bunch of other online people. People who have radio shows, people who have podcasts, people who have video sites, we're all going to be going out there with Operation Gun Rights. And the idea is dead simple. Three times, once a week, you have to contact these three people. And you do it over and over. And here's the deal. If you're calling your Congress people's office, it's, it doesn't have to be antagonistic. It can be pleasant. Hi, this is uh, Joe in Centerville, you know, uh, and after a couple of calls, you're going to get to know somebody. Hi, Susan, this is Joe in Centerville again. Listen, I was wondering, the senator may not have heard about this other thing, but I just want to reinforce, and here's where we go to the message, and the message is very simple, and I'll describe the message in just a minute of why I've come up with this. The message is very simple. Rather than get into nuance at this point, I think it's simple. We're the good guys. We're not committing crimes, and gun control laws don't stop crime. They don't stop mass shootings, and I am against any additional gun control laws, period. Done. Now, there are those who are working in meetings and working on nuances and little things. What we're looking for is hundreds of thousands of people every week. Think about that. Hundreds of thousands of people every week. For the next eight weeks, contact them once a week. Not asking you to bug them every every day, just once a week. Hi, this is uh, Mary in Dallas, and I just wanted to let the senator know that I am still opposed to this, and I want to make sure the, the senator doesn't cave in on this. I want him to respect my Second Amendment rights, and for me, what that means is absolutely no additional gun control laws. Simple, pleasant. You don't have to say, and I am going to judge you on this come the election. I think that's inherent in it. If you want to say, start off with, I'm a registered voter, that's okay. That's not a bad way to go. But they get that. One thing you may want to do is say, if everything's on the table, let's have a very detailed study of all these options and not a rush to judgment. Now, there's a phrase you can use. We don't want to have a rush to judgment on this. 
we want to have a good study done. We want to have some hearings on this. We want this thing to be studied in depth with mental health being considered, with Hollywood being a part of it, with all the different aspects of this, of medication of children. We'll talk about all these things, what works, what doesn't, what hasn't been looked at yet. Because here's the thing, if you, the further you push it down the road, the closer it gets to midterm elections next time around. They don't want that. The White House knows they don't want that. They want this to happen right now. They literally want it to happen this month, within the next 30 days. They want it to happen this month. So that's it. It, it really is that simple. So my question to you, and I would appreciate if you let me know, are you in? Are you in on Operation Gun Rights? Will you make a commitment for eight weeks? Not asking you for a single dollar. You can email, you can call, you can write a letter. Yeah, it's going to cost you a few pennies to send letters. Uh, letters, by the way, are very effective. Emails and phone calls are also effective. Every one of them is a tick mark, and that's really all it is. It's, wow, we heard from 10,000 people this week in our office on this. And almost all of them are saying no more gun control laws. We already have 20,000 in this country. That's quite enough. 866-TALK-GUNS. Are you in? That's the question for you. Uh, Nancy's on line one in Junction City, Kansas. Hello, Nancy. You're on Gun Talk. Hi. Um, I'm wanting to buy uh, a gun just for protection. Mm -hmm. And um, I really don't know... What kind? I, I listen to your program every Sunday after church, <laughs> and okay. um, I've heard about you talk about, and I may not say it right, I do have a speech impediment that I think you'll understand everything I say. A Ruger, I've, I've heard you talk about those. Okay. And Nancy, let, Nancy, let me jump in, because I'm not going to recommend a specific gun. Here's what I'm going to recommend. Contact a local shooting range or a gun store. Ask to find an instructor and line up a lesson, a shooting lesson with the instructor and say, bring several guns. I want to try several of them. The one that you end up liking when you shoot and get some good instruction, that's the one to buy. It really is as simple as that. Get some instruction, learn to shoot, and the gun that you like is the one that's right for you. Thanks, Nancy. I appreciate that. Be right back. Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. All right, back with you. 866-TALK-GUNS, and we'll get back to talking about Operation Gun Rights in just a minute. Uh, but first, you know, we've been following up with uh, what I was able to break the story about, the Wounded Warrior Project, that huge group that has taken a decidedly anti-gun bent, and they refuse to have their logos used uh, on shooting events, hunting events, put on guns, put on knives, and so we blew the whistle on them. We just thought people ought to know. And then people said, well, but I'm a contributor. I donate to them. What do I do now? I said, well, look, there are a lot of good veteran groups out there, groups that help wounded vets, different from the Wounded Warrior Project, which is a specific group. So we've had a whole string of them on. And now I want to bring in uh, yet another one that is worth your attention, your consideration. Warfighter Sports is the name of the group. And right now joining us is the president, Kirk Bauer. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? Real good, Tom. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, tell me about Warfighter Sports. 
Well, basically, Warfighter Sports uh, is a sports program that uh, uses sports both to help rehabilitate the severely wounded uh, warriors coming back from uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, and also to introduce them to sports, you know, once they've been injured, introduce them to sports that they can do the rest of their lives. So we're offering over 30 different sports to some of the most severely uh, wounded uh, in the war, the guys who have lost multiple limbs and uh, have been paralyzed, blinded, but they can still... Uh, it, uh, get involved in sports with the right equipment and the right uh, teaching opportunities. What kind of sports are we talking? Uh, we're talking about over uh, 30 different sports. With snow sports, uh, we just got back from a, a big skiing event uh, where they learned Nordic uh, skiing, biathlon, which mm -hmm. is shooting in Nordic, uh, alpine and snowboarding, uh, water sports, kayaking, water skiing. Uh, we, they do, we do rock climbing, uh, cycling, volleyball, basketball. Uh, it just, the list goes on. Uh, shooting and wow. fishing are two of the sports that we offer. Uh, basically, what we want to do is give these young men and women an opportunity to get back into life again using sports and to, to have that sports available to them throughout their life so they can get back in and enjoy life with their family and their friends. How long have you been doing this? Uh, since 1967. Um, Disabled Sports USA, which is the sponsor of Warfighter Sports, was started by 10th Mountain Division veterans and disabled Vietnam veterans. Uh, 10th Mountain was the skiing veterans uh, that uh, helped right. liberate Italy by coming in over the mountains and surprising the Nazis' uh, forces mm -hmm. there and overcoming them. Uh, and they helped to free Italy through uh, doing that very surprise move. So they're an excellent skiing organization, and that's how we started. I myself got involved, Tom, in 1969. I lost my leg to a grenade uh, during a, an ambush in uh, Vietnam, and uh, I've been involved with the group ever since. It's a great group. Well, I'm looking at your website, and it's uh, warfightersports.org, for those who want to take a look. And it looks like you got guys also climbing mountains, for heaven's sakes. Uh, yes, we do. Um, you know, part of what we want to do is show these young men and women, though, even though they've got a severe injury, that they can, they can get out, they can hike, they can bike, they can hunt, they can fish, they can, they can do all the things they love to do uh, with the adaptive equipment and with the opportunities provided through Warfighter Sports. And um, I had the honor, it uh, really was an honor, of uh, uh, going with a team up uh, the tallest mountain in, in Alaska, in the United States actually, uh, uh, called Mount McKinley or Denali. Mm -hmm. And we were up there 21 days trying to scale that mountain. And um, uh, we didn't make it to the top. But, but uh, because, mainly because of weather, not because these guys couldn't do it. But we had two right. double leg amputees uh, climbing this thing. I'm a single leg amputee. Another uh, Marine, uh, Captain Borden, uh, a single above the amputee. And um, we, um, uh, these guys just performed uh, marvelously. It's just amazing what they can do now with the right uh, opportunities and training. Kirk, you can speak to this firsthand. You, I mean, you've been there. You've done that. What does it do for these wounded vets to be able to participate in activities like this? Well, you know, you have to kind of look at, uh, Tom, at where they're at when this happens. You know, these young men and women are, are literally trained to, to the, you know, they're, they're type A personalities. They're very, uh, very goal-oriented. They're, they're trained to take cities, and, you know, they're on top of their game. And um, mm -hmm. suddenly they're blown up. And they end up in the hospital. When I see them, they've got uh, tubes coming out of them. They've got pins in them. They're in pain. They've got they're they're battling infections. Uh, it's a very debilitating uh, experience. And you know these guys and gals are down. Uh, and what they need is some help. 
uh, from you know any of the groups that that are trying they're trying to help them. And what's so great about the sports is that we can get them um, involved in a sporting activity any time of the year, and sometimes very soon after they get injured. Uh, we have some, uh, you know, some examples where a double leg amputee who had both legs blown off, um, in you know, in combat, uh, mm-hmm. skiing within a few months of their injury, and wow. uh, and what that does is it 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 takes them from being down and flat on their back to actually being out doing something with their with their bodies despite what they've got missing and that makes them realize that they can lead a still lead a full and active life and it really gives them the outlook and the tools to come back uh, from these de- debilitating injuries uh, disabled sports USA and warfighter sports has a motto if i can do this i can do anything and it's that mindset that that gives them hope and gets them on the road to recovery. So it's both the sport itself and the fact that we can introduce it very early so they don't start, you know, doubting their abilities and they they really realize that they can still be active. That's a, that's a great program. I love what you're doing there, Kirk, and uh, I'd encourage people to go check it out, warfightersports.org. And I'm sure you have the uh, information there on how people can help. Uh, yes, we do. And we have a list of the activities uh, year-round. Uh, and, you know, with the 30 different sports, and um, uh, we certainly uh, appreciate the support that uh, uh, a lot of uh, corporations and individuals have, have, have given to us, including uh, Trijicon, which is a big supporter of ours, and um, we're very grateful for that. Absolutely. Listen, thank you so much for what you're doing, and thanks for uh, telling us all about it. Thank you very much, Tom. All right. All right take care, Kirk. You know, we're the good guys and good gals. We're the ones who are responsible. We're safe. We help each other and we help others. Warfightersports.org. All right. Are you in Operation Gun Rights? Will you make the commitment? Once a week for eight weeks. That's all we're looking for. Give me a holler. 866-TALK-GUNS. This is Tom Gresham and this is Gun Talk. No one builds better safes than Liberty Safe. Liberty safes are bigger, stronger, and offer the best fire protection on the market today. In fact, Liberty backs each safe with a lifetime free replacement warranty. Don't wait until it's too late to protect your valuables. Go to LibertySafe.com, click on Fatboy, and enter promo code TOM for up to $250 off a Liberty safe. Buy a Liberty safe today. Liberty safe. Better security, better value. Hi, I'm Tom Gresham. For more than 40 years, I've been watching an environmental disaster in my backyard, and it actually impacts all sportsmen in America. I'm talking about the massive loss of land on the Louisiana coastline. The U.S. Geological Survey said the swamps and marshes of coastal Louisiana are among the nation's most fragile and valuable wetlands. That land is disappearing. The Mississippi River Delta hosts as many as 10 million ducks and geese every winter. These are birds which migrate northward through the states, all the way to Canada. The wetlands of the Delta support some of America's best fresh and saltwater fishing. And here's the deal. The wetlands of the Mississippi River Delta are disappearing at a rate of one football field every hour. One football field every hour. Gone. We can reconnect the river with its wetlands and restore the Delta. But we need your help. Please visit VanishingParadise.org. That's VanishingParadise.org. 
The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp and user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull. A flush fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth and reliable feeding. And a 3-lug bolt with 70-degree throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. The Ruger American Rifle, another American-made product from Ruger. You bet your life on your defensive ammo. Get the proven performance of Nosler bullets in the new Nosler Defense Ammunition, featuring the same technology as the famous AccuBond line, polymer tip, or hollow point. Bonded performance handgun bullets for weight retention and barrier penetration. Available only in Nosler Defense Ammunition in 9mm, 40, and 45 caliber. Also available in 223 with a 64 grain bullet. Visit Nosler.com. All right, back with you, 866-TALK-GUNS. Let's go to line one. Mark is with us out of Minnesota. Hello, Mark, you're on Gun Talk. Hey, Tom, I've listened to your show a couple times, and I just want to let you know I am on board on Operation Gun Control. Okay, it's Operation Gun Rights. Oh, I'm sorry, Gun Rights, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) okay. I've been listening to all these things. I'm a 26-year-old who plays the shoot-em-up games like Grand Theft Auto and all those. Yeah. I own... I own a thirty out six. I own a twelve gauge. I support our military. I have shook their hands. And who's next? Them? Them overseas defending who we are? Or is the government going to go say, you know, instead of a twenty round clip, you can only do ten? But they have to fire upon you first. I'm sorry, our boys are already doing that. They're they're already mm-hmm. if if Mister Enemies firing at them, they're going to fire back and. Well, and, and actually, should be the should be the same way here. I, I was just reading somewhere. Somebody said, uh, and "I do not have this information. I know, don't know if it's correct." But he said the average home invasion involves three people. The average uh, it takes to stop a person are three hits, and if you judge by the average police shooting, they connect with a fifty percent of their shots are actually hits. So if you got three people, and it's going to take three hits. That's nine. And you're going to hit 50% of the time. That means you need 18 rounds to stop the average home invasion. Hmm. Yep. So, and are, you, this week, are you in? I'm going to. What's that? Are you in on Operation Gun Rights? Oh, I'm in. I have a channel on YouTube, and this week I'm going to drop a video saying that we need to do this. This is if you believe in your Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, please stand behind us. I'm not saying you have to. Please stand behind us. What, do, do you think, isn't this just a fairly simple deal? All we're trying to do is generate an absolute tidal wave of grassroots, and I want people to understand, this is grassroots. This is not NRA, SAF, anybody else. This is just us, we the people, contacting the people that we sent to Congress and telling them this is what we think. Uh, I mean, it, it's simple enough. People should be able to get it, don't you think? Like firearms, yeah. Want to see it stay in your hands? Please stand stand behind us. Stand behind your brothers and sisters, and say, "Enough, enough." I know how to use it right. Enough, enough. All right, hey Mark, appreciate it. Thank thank you for uh, joining up. Line four, Jim's with us out of Smithfield, Nebraska. Hello, Jim. You're on. Well, good afternoon, uh, Operation yes, Gun Rights. I have been calling 
my representative and two senators ever since the Clinton administration. Uh, <laughs> and I do call a minimum of once a week, not always on gun rights. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have a new senator, Deb Fisher. She is an NRA member. Uh, mm-hmm. Adrian Smith, who is our representative here in Nebraska, uh, 3rd District, he is very conservative. I don't know where he stands on gun rights, but I have been calling and talking to him. Uh, let me ask you, people. let me get your uh, impression, since you already have been calling uh, on a regular basis, because I know there are people who are thinking, well, that's just too much. They'll get tired of hearing from me. What's your experience with being a regular person to contact their office? I tell them I, I, when, I, when they answer the phone, they know my voice. Yes. Uh, I say, I suppose you're ready. I, I suppose you're tired of hearing from me, but, you know, I joke with them. Yeah, uh, sure. They know me. I have met them at uh, different places where the representative and when uh, Deb Fisher was running for office, I've met the people, and they know me. And I, you know, uh, my people are very receptive. Uh, the new senator, uh, don't know how she's going to stand, but I do know mm-hmm. that uh, during the uh, election, during her uh, when she was running for office, she was very pro-gun rights. She is a uh, rancher, or was a rancher. Okay. Hey, Jim, let me, let me jump in here, because I know you also want to talk about a revolver you have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to be short on time, so dive okay. in, please. I called about four weeks ago mentioning that I had a uh, Bisley, a Ruger Bisley that shot to the right, excuse me, to the left. Okay. Uh, I didn't make myself very clear. Uh, I had four chambers that grouped very well, 25 yards, mm-hmm. oh, two to four inches. I had two chambers that threw them to the left, probably four to six inches. Um mm-hmm. I appreciate what the man said, I believe it was last week or two weeks ago, he said that uh, barrel bending, well, mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, that wouldn't have solved my problem. No, what no, I, not, not if I it's inconsistent. What I did do was yeah. purchase a uh, new cylinder a, okay. for a three fifty seven. I took it to a gunsmith who has done work for me before and had it line bored. Okay, so you had each of the chambers bored in line with the barrel. They take the barrel out, and they have a little yep. jig they screw yep. into yep. the frame, and then they uh, redrill all the chambers so that they're locked up in line with the barrel. That, how'd that work for you? It works real, It works great. I've had it done before uh, on Ruger's. Is, is, it, uh, is it shooting well? I'm sorry? Is it shooting well for you now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, shoot, it shoots... Uh, uh, this is the the Bisley uh, has the, the fixed sights. This first fixed sight right. gun I've ever had, and okay. uh, it, it shoots good. It shoots good. All You're right. Com- well, good. Listen, I, I, listen, I appreciate the heads up and the report on that. Getting a new cylinder, get a line board. Basically, you had four cylinders that shot well, two that didn't. Clearly, an issue with those two cylinders. So start over again. That's certainly a way to go. And I appreciate you giving us that report. And tell you what, we've still got open lines if you'd like to join us. Are you in on Operation Gun Rights, 866-TALK-GUNS? All it takes is calling and contacting them once a week for eight weeks. Will you do that?
Back with the 866 Talk Guns. This one's interesting. In uh, Georgia, the uh, sheriff of Oconee County, I believe that's right, Oconee, uh, Sheriff Scott Berry, he says he's not going to buy any weapons for his department from a local gun store because this store won't sell semi-automatic firearms to the public. Said uh, Barry, the sheriff sent an email to Dana Safety Supply in Sugar Hill telling the company that because he understood it had stopped selling self-loading rifles, a.k.a. Uh, autoloaders or semi-automatics, to the general public, he would no longer seek bids or purchase items from the business. <laughs> All right, Sheriff Barry, you go, man. Outstanding. We're liking that one, I guarantee you. Let's see here. Uh, Jay, line one, Brooklyn, New York. Hello, Jay. Hi, Tom. I was wondering if you thought it would be a good idea if the NRA were to produce their own public service announcements in order to ed- educate the general public the way you do every week. Uh, they do. I wasn't aware of that. I've never seen any. Uh, and therein lies the problem. Your local radio stations and TV stations will not run them. I see. So uh-huh. they're they're getting out in front of this smear campaign by the president and Feinstein and, and Bloomberg. I'm, I'm, te- by, I'm telling uh, you for the last their own commercials. I'm telling you for the last twenty years they have produced spots that the networks will not run as PSAs. They won't even run well, them as paid advertising. So what you're saying is is that they have absolutely no way around this. No, I'm saying that there that particular way is not available. But they do have ways around it. One of the ways that the NRA is used, sometimes effectively, sometimes not, is a program that their uh, PR guy, Angus McQueen, at Ackerman McQueen, that's their PR agency, has developed. It's a program called Managed Controversy. And what you do is you go out and you say something fairly outrageous, and then you get coverage on it. They can't ignore mm-hmm. you if you say something outrageous. So sometimes people say, well, why did he say that? Because if they doesn't say that, they will ignore the NRA and won't report on anything they say. It is a uh, it's a very delicate and dangerous policy because it certainly can backfire and it has backfired. But you know, if they call a press conference, the media comes there to crucify them, not to cover them. We saw that recently. So it is an issue. It's a problem. They're working on it. But frankly, and, and I would just. I think everybody will recognize we don't have Charlton Heston there anymore. We don't have, I don't think, as good a spokesman as we used to have in the past. I would personally, I would like to see them get somebody who's a better spokesperson than what they do right now. But what you're saying right is, now, here, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what you got to understand. We are at a point where this kind of program that you're talking about, where you reach out to the public, that is useful. But it's, it takes time to develop. It takes time to percolate, if you will. Uh, we're at a point where things are happening literally by the hour. There are meetings taking place hour by hour right now. There's no time for that. Uh, this is blunt force time. This is brute force time. This is when we have to send hundreds of thousands of emails, calls, letters, Postcards. Postcards are a great way to go. Natalie, thank you for your email. Natalie's already sending postcards out. Just go ahead and print up a bunch of postcards and make a note. You're going to be sending these things out once a week. That's the deal. Operation Gun Rights, the commitment that I'm asking you to make, 
It's not involved. It's not complicated. Anybody can figure this one out. Once a week, send a letter, a call, an email to each of your senators and your representative. And do that for the next eight weeks. The message is very simple. We're the good guys. Gun control has always failed. It has a great track record. It's a perfect track record. It doesn't work. And so I'm telling you, I don't want any more gun control laws. Look at the other things. Try to find something that will actually work this time.